Yeah, I got a D-Stacks beat. Listen to the beat, y'all. Come on, D-Stacks. Bring it in. This is Latavia here, and today I decided to do this episode alone because I am just so pissed off. So this episode is called, Why Are We Still Here? So let's roll! So I am so sick and tired of being sick and tired of colleges not giving us the accommodations that we need to be successful in school. 
So one of my friends called me the other day and she's just so disheartening and it brought back some feelings for me because I went through this and she's having a difficult time getting her accommodations through school. Now, why is this happening in 2022? I went through this same thing from 2010 to 2016. Why is this still going on? So she explained to me that she hasn't been able to get the proper accommodation so that she could be successful in school. And it's just been a disaster. And my heart went out to her. So she gave me some examples of what's been going on. So for one, the professors have not been talking to her in a professional manner. And I don't understand how they're able to get away with this. It's just so absurd to me. So she said, one of her professors said to her, this is not high school. We cannot give you those accommodations. I cannot give you those accommodations. And so you just need to go back home. And then in an art class of hers, she told the professor that she needed an aide to help her in the classroom. So the professor said, okay, no problem. It took them forever to get her the aide. But once they finally got her the aide, the professor said to her, okay, your aide is here now. You could go home and you don't have to be in class. What is that for a professor to say to a student? She wanted to take the class because she wants to be immersed in the educational experience. She thought the class would be fun, a nice reprieve from all the hard studying that she had to do. What is that for a professor to say to a student? And how do colleges think that this is okay conduct to have? I don't understand it. And it makes no sense to me because what people don't realize is that we have a lot to juggle as it is. Some of us still have medical needs that we need to tend to because of our disability, mobility issues that we need to tend to. And then on top of that, we want to go to college, we're in college, but then we have to worry about getting the same accommodations as everyone else. It doesn't make sense. That is a lot for one person to juggle. And if you had to juggle it, I'm sure you wouldn't be able to withstand all the nonsense. Because like I said, again, we have medical health issues. So if we don't maintain those issues, we can't even think about going to college. So we have to maintain our health. On top of that, we have to get a 3.8, 3.9 GPA, depending on the major that you go into. And then you have to make sure that the college gives you accommodations. That is too much pressure for one person to bear. And it's sad. It's sad that it's still going on because I had to experience this myself. And in that emotion, it makes you feel like I just want to quit. None of this is worth it. I don't need to go through this. Let me just stop going to school. And we don't want people to have that kind of feeling at all. It's not a nice feeling at all. So when she came to me with this, my heart just broke because I was like, I was in that same place. I felt like giving up. And I said to her, you can't give up. There's a way you could fight the system. You just got to know how to navigate and go through it. I promise you it's going to be worth it at the end. But she just wanted to give up. And I understand it. I think one of the reasons why going through college is so difficult is because the IDEA, which is the Individuals with Disabilities Education Act of 1990, affords us the opportunity to have a free, equal, and equitable education, right? But colleges don't fall under that. After we get out of school, 
It's all about the ADA. And the ADA, which is the American with Disabilities Act, lets us get into the facility, access the facility, and gives us work accommodations, but it doesn't address college, which it needs to. It needs to address college, and colleges need to be mandated to give us the services that we had on our IEP through college. Because let's face it, what I find absurd is the fact that we needed those services that are on the IEP to be successful in school, that they don't follow us through college. If we needed them to be successful back then, we need them to be successful now. The accommodations that we need just don't go away. It just doesn't miraculously resolve itself. We still need those things to be successful. And some of the things that we need are so simple. A desk to sit at so we can write notes. A, a note taker if we can't, write. What else do we need? An accessible bathroom. Some of these accommodations are so simple, everyone, that you're sitting there probably thinking to yourself, well, why don't they have these things already on college? Guess what? They don't have them because you don't see enough of us going to college, but we don't want to go to college because we don't want to have to deal with these things. On the other hand, we know that in order for us to be successful and to go somewhere in life, now we live in a society where we need to get a higher education to be able to get a job. So it's like a catch-22. You either have to go through all the heartache and all the headaches to get there, or you just say, I give up. And I understand if you want to choose the latter option of giving up. It's just too hard. And it shouldn't have to be this hard in the 21st century where we have all of this technology to help us maintain and live our best lives. We have enough technology out there. There's lifts. There's tables that go up and down. There's so much technology out here to help us. It just doesn't make sense. To show you that these things have been going on, even back then when I was going through school, I remember one day my mom took me to a doctor's appointment and she said to a lady next to her, boy, I'll be so glad when my daughter gets out of school because then I won't have to deal with fighting for accommodations and fighting for things that she needs. And the lady turned to her and said, what do you mean you'll be so glad when it's over with? You have to go through this same battle in college. So my mom said, come again? Excuse me? She said, yeah, I have two daughters who are disabled going through college right now. And I still need to advocate for them because colleges don't mandate that they need those services. So you still have to fight. It really makes no sense. And another thing that's so disheartening is because the services are not mandated, colleges, it gives up this air of like, we're doing you a courtesy. We're doing you a favor to help you maintain in our college. So you should be thankful. Why do we need to feel thankful? Because you gave us basic human rights, honestly. A table that we should be able to sit at is something that should be in every classroom. They should already have them ordered. But because it's not mandated and they're not made to do these things, they're like, listen, this is a part of us trying to show you that we're diverse and we include you in everything that's going on. But that's not necessarily the case. I remember this individual went away to college. 
lunch. They need their help with basic needs, putting on shoes. So, and this is another problem. Medicaid at the time did not want to pay for someone to go on campus with them so that they could help with those basic needs. So they went to the college and they asked the college, do you have someone that can help me? The college said no. So at that point, they were forced to go to class without shoes on. That is crazy and that is absurd. Something that able-bodied people are able to do, which is go away and experience that whole college experience of being on your own, without your parents around, that sense of independence, they weren't able to do. I remember when I wanted to go away to get that same experience, and I found out that I couldn't go away. I really, really, really wanted to go to an historically black college at the time when I was first searching for colleges. So, of course, my mom started searching and she heard one day on Kiss FM radio that this guy was going to be talking about HBCUs. So she called in and she said, my daughter really wants to go to an HBCU. Can you help me? Because she's going to need some accommodations because she's disabled. So the guy took down our information. He said, okay, what accommodations is she going to need? I'll research it for you and I'll get back to you if I find any information out. So months passed, and when I say months, months passed. And when he finally got back to us, he said, unfortunately, I am so sorry, but the colleges, all of the HBCUs cannot accommodate your daughter. So she would not be able to attend an HBCU. I was crushed. And why I was crushed is because I wanted that going away experience. I wanted to be independent from my mom. You know, everyone wants to experience that. And here I could not experience that in a place where I wanted to go because they didn't have any accommodation for me. So I was kind of in a sense forced to stay home, forced to commute and experience that I didn't want. I am grateful for it now because I see that, you know, I didn't have to pay as much for school. I still feel like in some way I was robbed of an experience that most of my counterparts, able-bodied counterparts get to experience. You know, if that's something they want to experience. I didn't have the opportunity for that because of my disability. And so this is another thing that bothers me as well. Even though we're out here living our lives and living our best lives with our disabilities, our disability is always put in the forefront of our faces, which quite honestly, we don't need. We know we have a disability. We know we're going to face some challenges. We know we're possibly going to need help for the rest of our life. We don't need reminders. And so when we encounter things like this at colleges or just out there in the environment like this, it reminds us that, oh, if we didn't have a disability, these are things that we could do. So then it makes us sometimes feel bad for having a disability and having to live this life because let me tell you it is not an easy life to live okay there's things that go on beyond college even in the workforce and this is why I'm going to start having these episodes once a month because these things need to be brought to light so that people don't feel like oh I'm just an anomaly out there and this is only happening to me no it happens to all of us and I think if we start speaking up and we start talking about it, and it is out there, things will change. I think that's one of the things that is the problem, and I think that's how change can be brought about. Because let's face it, these colleges out here today, they're all about diversity and inclusion, right? If we start dropping names, naming those names, and letting people know like, hey, this college, even though they say they're about diversity and 
inclusion. Here's what I had to go through when I got there. They will start changing the things that they do. And we won't have to go through the bureaucratic nonsense. One of my friends, Jessica Delonzo, she was just on here a few weeks ago talking about how she didn't have a bathroom in the area where she was going to school. So they had to make one for her because the bathroom that they did have that was handicapped accessible was all the way on the second floor and the elevator kept breaking down. So she couldn't get there. So sometimes she would have to wait till she goes home to use the restroom. And the crazy thing to me is we pay the same tuition just like everyone else. It's not like they're giving us a discount to say, hey, because you are not able to use the facilities to the best of your ability, is a discount on your tuition. No, we're paying the same tuition as our able-bodied counterparts, and yet we're not afforded the same opportunities, the same college or collegiate experience as everyone else. It's just absurd to me, and it's disheartening. And like I said, I think the only way things are going to change, dropping names of these colleges and letting people know like, hey, they're touting diversity and inclusion, but that is not what they're giving. Here's the situation that I had to go through when I went to this college because this is an image that they're trying to uphold but if we say like this is not how it is at all and this is not my experience they will definitely change it to people will become more aware and put it out there and let people know like hey this needs to change that needs to change and then maybe more of us will get to sit at the board and say this is how you really bring about diversity and inclusion and so that's why I'm so grateful that I have this platform because now I can begin to shed light on this. You guys can share it around so that people who feel they're not alone, they will share their experiences. And the more of us that come out and speak on it and say like, I experienced that too, the more we'll begin to change. And that's what I want this platform to be about, to create change. So if anyone out there knows someone that can help um, my friend who's going through this collegiate experience right now from hell, I would greatly appreciate it if you guys know any news out please reach out to me at queensontheroad.podcast at gmail.com again my email is queensontheroad.podcast at gmail.com please drop a comment below share your stories please share your stories with me in emails and I'm going to be doing this segment like I said once a month because there's a whole lot of other issues that need to be brought to light and like I said before I am just sick and tired of being sick and tired and I really need to start using this platform to shed the light because there needs to be a light shed on a whole lot of things. So tune in next month because I will be talking about another topic that is near and dear to my heart, which is how we're not provided the services in the workforce either, even though the ADA mandates that we get those services. So definitely tune in next month because I will be speaking on it. And thank you guys for sharing, subscribing to my YouTube channel, subscribing to my Instagram, subscribing to my Facebook, Thank you so much to my Patreon users who are donating to Queens on the Road. Thank you so much for believing in my mission. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for helping me make it a bigger platform than what it is now. I really appreciate it. And if you guys wouldn't mind donating to Queens on the Road podcast, please go to my Patreon account. I'm going to drop the link below. Please go to the Patreon account. There's four tiers out there for you to choose from. And thank you guys again so much. I really appreciate it. Drop those comments. Send those emails. And let's get this word out. And we are rolling out, guys. See you next week.